0: Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.AloeCadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of Sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya.
2: I'm ready for Sex with Jaya. Are
3: you? I am ready for Sex with Jaya.
2: I'm heartbroken this week, not over a man, but over a house. D-Love, John, and I had to move, and we loved our home, and I'm so sad. I don't even feel like having sex. Can you believe that? No. I actually don't believe believe you. (laughs) What? You can't believe it?
3: No. I don't believe you. Yeah,
2: I don't even feel like having sex, D-Love. Really? I don't even feel like masturbating.
3: Wow. It's a very catastrophic day in the world of Jaya.
2: Yep. A, A catastrophic week. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Although I know that having sex and orgasms can be a really awesome mood enhancer and most likely will help me feel a whole lot better, a few orgasms could do my body, mind, and soul some good. Mm. Now, if only I could find where I packed my sex toys. Oh. Yeah. They're in a box, Speaking um... of orgasms, today's guest is going to talk about her foolproof technique to help women have orgasms. Do you have difficulty having an orgasm? Are you a lover of a woman and you want to help your partner have orgasms, better orgasms, multiple orgasms, full body orgasms? Well, let me tell you from all the women and men I get contacting me about this, you would think there are only a few women out there who actually enjoy their sexuality. (laughs) I've always been a highly orgasmic, you know, just highly orgasmic as far as energy, especially. And orgasms come very easily to me now. I'm going to share why, but I'm also going to have my expert guest, Susan Kane bacos the author of Orgasm Loop on the show. And together, we're going to help women become more orgasmic with a foolproof technique that she's invented. So join us today for an outrageously fun show, if I can get over my heartbrokenness. With some education that might change and have your lover melting beneath your fingertips like never before. Warning about the show today, orgasms may follow. <laughs> so I I promised that I would share why I'm so highly orgasmic and what are my secrets to success? Well, I kind of fibbed when I said I was always this way. I wasn't born this way. Yes, I can get turned on by thinking about sex. So I was kind of born born with like just wired very differently from most people where it was like all the anticipation and all the stuff that came before the actual sex that would give me an orgasm. But as soon as somebody touched me down there, I would short circuit and nothing would happen. So I was able to have these orgasms eventually from clitoral stimulation, but only by myself and not with a partner and especially not my G-spot. And I really, really, really wanted to have a full smorgasbord of orgasms at my choosing. So I worked on it. And I got a lot of genital touch, and I learned how to stay in my body, and I practiced a lot. So, Indy, love you. You know me. You know that I have no difficulty having orgasms for the most part.
3: You, you many men would be lucky to partner with you simply for that you tend to orgasm pretty easily. Yeah. You, you stop yourself from orgasming.
2: I. What'd you say?
3: You stop yourself from orgasming.
2: Yeah, I do because I feel like you know. Well, I want to keep. I want to keep building the energy. I want to keep building the erotic sensation,
3: and, and the clitoral not just, orgasm like, over is the not... edge.
2: So I keep building to build my orgasm. Actually, it's and about being clitoral... in control over when and if I have an orgasm.
3: Right. The clitoral orgasm is not your favorite version either.
2: Well, the, the clitoral orgasm actually is my favorite version. Uh... Like as far as like how it feels if it's a deep clitoral orgasm, mm-hmm. but it's I would say it's. Um, so, oh, if once I have it, it's kind of like a guy ejaculating, kind of done. Right. After I have it. it. So, it I try not. So, I kind of like move it around and try to have other kinds of orgasms that aren't the clitoral based orgasm, but is, um, you know, like I want to have a G spot orgasm or a lighter clitoral orgasm or, you know, an energetic orgasm, something like that. Mm hmm. So what are my guidelines for getting there? So number one, I'd say decrease your stress. I'm not doing very good with this one, D-Love, today.
3: What do you mean? Decreasing your stress? No.
2: Decreasing my stress, I'm not doing a very good job with it. So No. maybe I wouldn't be orgasmic. I'm not even in the mood to have an orgasm, so...
3: Well, anyway, I'm mean, always depressed now.
2: Okay. <laughs> so decreasing your stress, just relaxing, getting in a relaxed state of mind before you have an orgasm. You know, yesterday I had a drive and maybe it was because I got a massage and... I had um, a facial and got my hair done and got a little pampered and just felt started feeling a little bit better. So I was kind of in the mood yesterday. Uh, So decreasing your stress. Stress will keep you from having an orgasm. When you're in fight or flight or adrenaline, your body can't, you know, you just, you can't come that way. Or I kind of disagree with what I just said. I'm disagreeing with myself because you can come that way, but it's a certain kind of orgasm. It's like a tension orgasm. And it's, uh, it can happen in the clitoris, like a clitoral sort of tension orgasm. It's a different kind of orgasm. Mm. Another guideline is getting a lot of touch. And I don't just mean any touch. I mean really good quality touch and all over your body. So um, one of the things I noticed with women who have difficulty having orgasm is that they don't touch the, the areas where they want to have an orgasm. It's like you want to have a G-spot orgasm, but they're like, well, I don't really touch it and I don't really know where it is and my partner doesn't really know where it is and they're not really touching it. So it's like, okay, you guys got to figure this stuff out. Touch your body, touch it, touch it, touch it, touch it, touch those areas that aren't getting the touch and start developing and cultivating the pleasure there. You know, when you first touch it, it might feel painful or it might feel numb or you might feel emotion coming up and that's okay. But keep touching it. Don't stop just because, like, the first time I see this all the time, like, well, I put my finger in, I found the rough spot, I curled my finger to touch the G spot and nothing happened or she didn't like it. And so I, I stopped. And it's like, no, 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 no. Keep touching and touch all over the body. I'm not just talking about the G spot specifically, but when you get there, it's like, well, keep touching it. You know, don't just stop. With, I did a little exploration and it didn't work out. No, go back, keep trying, keep working with it, keep massaging it, and it gets better and better. A great example of this is uh, I had a boyfriend whose inner thighs and butt were always really ticklish and he couldn't stand to be touched there. And it was because he'd never let anybody touch him there. And so it was really bad. But the more and more that I touched him, the more and more he got used to different kinds of touch, the less and less ticklish it got and the more and more pleasurable it got. So a lot of times it's kind of like body guarding against pleasure that's underneath um, all the ticklishness or the pain or the numbness or whatever's there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next piece is paying attention to and knowing your body. I talked about, well, know where your G-spot is. Know where your anatomy is. A great book that I highly recommend is Sherry Winston's Female Anatomy of Arousal. I think it is the best book out there as far as discovering and finding out your own anatomy. But then once you're there, to pay attention to it. It's like, well, does something quiver in your body when you touch that area? Does something move? Does your breath deepen? And if you're a guy who's loving a woman, it's like really pay attention to her body and know her body. Know what makes her get goosebumps when and where and how and exactly what you know what you need to do to, to get her there. So paying attention will help you uncover those things. Uh, Trying different things. I find that a lot of people are really stuck in doing one thing. It's like, oh, well, I just like to um do this one thing like rubbing my clitoris and it doesn't always that doesn't work not all women have an orgasm from the same type of stimulation or like my best friend had a vibrator so you're out there like trying all these different kinds of vibrators to try to have an orgasm and maybe that's not your thing so you have to try all different kinds of things try vibrators try dildos try your hands try breathing try with a partner try by yourself try different positions try like like explore. This is so much fun. You can have so much fun trying all these different things and discovering more about yourself and what pleases you and what works. And then once you find what works, don't get stuck there. <laughs> I'm a big, big advocate of not getting stuck in a pattern like, oh yeah, I can have an orgasm like that in 30 seconds, but then that's my pattern as opposed to like, well, what if I tried this other kind of orgasm or what if I try this other kind of position? Maybe you find a better orgasm. So never stop exploring. Understand that it could be mental, physical, or chemical. A lot of people think, oh, something's wrong with me. I'm broken. But it's not necessarily that you're broken. It just means that maybe there's something physical that's going on. Or maybe there's something with your hormones that's going on, something mental. Or maybe it's just that you don't have adequate information to actually find the parts and know how arousal works. Um, so, so understand that it can be a plethora of different things and not just one thing that makes you feel completely broken exploring what's possible. So there are at least 10 different types of orgasms out there that a woman can, woman can have. There's clitoral orgasms, energetic orgasms, deep clitoral orgasms, light clitoral orgasms, G-spot orgasms, female ejaculation, nipple orgasms, full body orgasms, multiple orgasms. I can go on and on and on about all the different kinds of orgasms that a woman can have. So understanding and exploring everything that's possible. And then finally, not chasing the orgasm. So many people are like, Oh, I have to have the orgasm. I was just on Playboy Radio this week and a lot of guys were calling in talking about how they couldn't ejaculate during oral sex and it's like it's like they're chasing the orgasm. Their girlfriend feels bad because the guy's not orgasm, she's chasing the orgasm and nobody's actually enjoying the oral sex because they're all like worried about if he's gonna have an orgasm or not. It's like take a breath stop chasing it and just enjoy. Pay attention to the sensations. Pay attention to his mouth on your vulva. Pay attention to his hands on your G-spot. And don't worry about if you're going to have an orgasm or when you're going to have an orgasm or, oh my God, it's taking too long or any of those things. And just be, be in the moment, be with your breath, be with your body, be with the pleasure and enjoy right there. And then perhaps you'll get there. So it's by letting go of getting there that you get there. It's very zen. Yeah, maybe and, you know, maybe I've been a known good to be life zen. lesson too. What did you say, d Love?
3: Maybe a good life lesson too.
2: A good life lesson too? Are you saying that I need to take my own medicine?
3: <laughs> You're interpreting it as a direct comment towards you. No, I'm just saying <laughs> for, for me, for everyone.
2: It's to for be everyone. Be present. Yeah, maybe I need to take my own medicine around this uh house, my heart, my house heartbreak. Yeah, well, yeah. I you need a yeah,
3: really good orgasm. Yeah.
2: So when we get back, we, uh, I've been, I just gave my list. Decreasing your stress, getting lots of touch all over your body, paying attention to, to and knowing your body, trying different things, understanding that it can be mental, physical, or chemical. You're not broken. Um, explore what's possible and don't chase the orgasm. Those are my list of some of my guidelines that I've used in my life to getting there. Um, touch probably being the biggest one for me and paying attention to and knowing my body. Those two, I think, have been really probably the biggest factors. And How I've become so highly orgasmic in, I mean, I can have so many different kinds of orgasms. It's pretty, pretty awesome. I'm bragging. I'm bragging here a little bit because I just need to have a brag moment for myself of,
3: I'm highly orgasmic. Yippee. You're telling people what's possible.
2: Yes, because that's, you know, exploring what's possible, that there's all this stuff out there and a lot of people don't even realize what is possible. Even when I talk to people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm having, you know, good sex. And I'm like, well, you know, not that you have to achieve all this or be, you know, driven to all of it like I am, but it's just like, well, there's so much other stuff too. There's this to explore and that to explore. And isn't it exciting because your sexuality is fluid and it's ever changing and it doesn't have to just stop at one orgasm?
3: Was <laughs> you your can barrier. Enjoy the next or- journey
2: to the next orgasm. Hmm.
3: Was your barrier to orgasm, uh, w- w- was there an emotional, psychological component that you had to work through?
2: I think there was an emotional, psychological component, which was um, we have to go to break, so we can't get into it deep too deeply. But a history that caused me to not kind of short circuit and dissociate when I would get touched on my genitals, and then that you know led to physical manifestations of holding tension in my pelvic floor, where I would literally contract my pelvic floor. It would get really tight and tense because I was nervous or stressed. My whole body would get tension in it and I wasn't breathing. And so the the emotional was manifesting physical and then I wasn't able to really enjoy where I was sexually. Right. Okay. Enough about me. We're going to talk about you and how you can overcome challenges when it comes to having orgasms. And our guest, when we return, the author of The Orgasm Loop, Morris Sex with Jaya when we get back.
1: stimulating talk it gets those synapses
0: in the brain inspired really fast
1: all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com
0: let's say you're female let's say you're over 50 let's say your partner takes a little blue pill let's say he's ready to go maybe 4 hours let's say that's unfair there's no little blue pill for women but there is Aloe cadabra the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe so it's as natural as nature which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Allocadabra. Feel the magic happen.
1: Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya.
2: We're back and we're talking about improving your pleasure and orgasms, especially female orgasms and women who have difficulty having orgasm. So if you want to improve your pleasure in orgasms, I recommend trying Aloe Kadabra. Why? Well, it's 95% orgasms. It's 95% <laughs> orgasms. Did I just say it's 95% orgasms?
3: That's a good thing to buy, man. That's a good thing to put in a bottle. <laughs> it's
2: orgasms in a bottle.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: it's 95% organic and, well, wetter is better. So try it at allocadabra.com, Use coupon code Jaya for 20% off or ask for it at Vitamin World and Vitamin Shop. Okay. Well, our guest Susan hasn't called in yet. So D-Love and I are kind of winging it. And I thought I'd answer some questions about female orgasm and uh, female anatomy while we are on the line. So I have a question here from a man and he says, "Uh, hope you're well, busy, all kinds of stuff. Okay. Question. What would be the thing, That is being touched from the inside of the vagina when pressed towards my wife's back. So I'm assuming she's on her back, like laying on her back, and this is the bottom of the vagina. He says, I am very lucky. She can orgasm almost instantly via the G-spot. When she's really wound up, I usually move my fingers to the back of the vagina and then sides and bottom of the vagina. She likes all of it, but really the bottom. Okay, so we're talking about the bottom of the vagina. It feels like there's a V-shaped muscle and then just normal vagina. It's not like there's any landmark that I can tell that I'm touching. She orgasms in that area about 30% harder. Would you think this is something in the anal area, the muscle that likes being massaged? Um, as many podcasts as I've listened to, plenty anal, I've never heard this referenced. Uh, do tell, I'm curious on how is it and how to know what is going on in there. Okay, so. Um, this is the probably what I'm guessing the perineal sponge. I call it the PS spot. So it's at the bottom of the vagina. And I have a technique on my red hot touch series. That's redhottouch.com for anybody who wants to see that. Um, that you point down and sort of do a come hither like you're doing on the G spot, but you're doing this, um, between the anus and the vaginal, like you're in the vaginal canal and you're going down towards the anus. Uh, she's lying on her back. And this is a spot, it's a wad of erectile tissue, it fills up with blood, and it's called the perineal sponge. So there actually is something there, and some women are more sensitive there than they are in their G-spot. I sort of invented this new technique where you can put, I haven't put it on any of my videos yet, but you put two fingers inside the vagina, your index finger of your right hand on top, the index finger of your left hand on the bottom, both of those fingers inside the vagina, plenty of lube, please, and after high arousal, and you do both of them in a come hither, so you're hitting a come hither on the G spot, and you're hitting a come hither on the PS spot, I'm calling it the PS and G, the PS and G, I like it, so
3: Go ahead, D love. On this, Um, I thought the perineal sponge was uh, what makes the G spot.
2: Oh yeah, the the perineal sponge. No, 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 no. the p the the perineal sponge sponge is at the bottom.
3: Right, that's the urethral urethral
2: sponge. The urethral sponge is at the top.
3: Yes, all right.
2: You're messing me up, D love. It's
3: uh, well, it's that sponge that threw me off.
2: Yeah. So there's a urethral sponge at the top, which is what the G-spot is. Right. Uh, You know, we got to get all our nomenclature right here because we don't really have like a good nomenclature that really works and that we agree on. So (laughs) the urethral sponge, otherwise known as the entire G-spot, which wraps around the urethra. So it's a sponge that wraps around the urethra and that's the G-spot. Um, which has kind of like a head, a body, and a tail. So the head would be the urethral opening. So there's erectile tissue that kind of puffs up around that urethral opening, and um, that's where female ejaculate comes from. So the urethral sponge fills up with prosthetic fluid, um, which is – a fluid that comes out of the blood. And so it does come from the blood, but it engorges with a different kind of fluid than the perineal sponge does. So think of perineum bottom. Perineal sponge is on the bottom. P.S. on the bottom.
3: Right. Perineal massage.
2: Perineal, yeah. You can do a perineal sponge massage. Wow. And, you know, some women are more sensitive there. So there is an answer to your question, my sir.
3: Is this why some women would be more Uh, Why some women are really get off on anal sex? Anal sex, yeah, you can have an
2: orgasm from anal sex. So there's another kind of orgasm, you know, an an orgasm in your PS spot, Um, and you can also stimulate the G spot through the anus um, as well. So you know, you're hitting both of them actually during anal sex. If you get the right curvature, you know, you're doing really good anal massage. You can get the PS spot and the G spot. It's another PS and G technique from doing if she's lying on her back and you're inside the anus and you're doing a come hither stroke you're stroking all of it wow there you go who would have thought
3: writhing in pleasure
2: the writhing in pleasure
3: mm.
2: alright let's see here let me see here what this question is if this is a good one I gotta find some good questions <laughs> women 's anatomy oh here 's one that 's from a guy all right here 's a one from a woman all right this year, I noticed my libido coming back, and I've been very sore after a few nights of good sex. I feel like there's a tight thread circling the opening of my vagina. I think it might be scar tissue. I had one son with a C-section, and I don't know how I could possibly have scar tissue. Well, I have news, but I'll get to that. I've never used lube. Oh, my goodness. Maybe over the years, getting drier and not using lube, I hurt that area. I don't have sex anymore without lube. Okay, good. Now she's using lube. I think massage and a dilator might help. And I'm curious what you found that might help that area get stretched out. If you think a dilator might help, is there one you would recommend? Okay. So I have a lot to say about this, of course, because I had scar tissue in my vaginal canal, which left lots of pain and inability to lubricate and all kinds of other things. So I'm really glad that you're u- using lube. And um, lube, 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 lube really is your friend. And yes, not losing using lube and being dry could have caused adhesion and scar tissue in the vaginal canal. But news with a C-section yes, you can get scar tissue in your vaginal canal. I I did two years of research on this and we saw women who had C-sections who had really intense painful intercourse from scar tissue from a C-section. It depends on what kind of C-section you had and it depends on how the scar tissue grows. So the thing about scar tissue is that it doesn't just stop at the area of the injury, but it can grow. It can grow adhesions and tension lines all throughout the pelvic floor. So yes, you probably could have some scar tissue there, which can feel tight and pulley. And like she said, there's a thread circling. It feels like there's a tight thread circling the opening of my vagina. Yes, yes, yes. That's most likely what's going on and um, could very much have to do with what you're feeling. Um, some recommendations. Yes, dilator can help. Massage. I would highly recommend getting some castor oil and massaging the area every single day with the castor oil. Test the castor oil out because some women can have an allergic reaction to it if they're using it intervaginally. Um, and the dilators can help. For those of you who don't know what a dilator is, it's like a dildo. It increases in size. So you start off with a smaller size and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger um, until you're using a, a very large size. So it's, it does help sort of stretch the tissue. But if you have scar tissue, that tissue doesn't really stretch. It doesn't have resiliency. So that's not going to, that's not really going to help you. You're going to have to address the scar tissue by doing massage. And yes, scar tissue can affect your ability to, to have an orgasm. Um, women after having birth, some of them had orgasms easier and some of them it took a lot longer to have an orgasm or like me I got a lot of pain after I started addressing my scar tissue upon orgasm so after I have the orgasm is when I get the pain um, because things change inside when you have an orgasm so it's, I've actually literally felt this in women's bodies when we work them towards an orgasm and then when they have the orgasm the scar tissue it's like it pops out and that's when they get the pain is with the um with the orgasm. So, you know, the the scar tissue affects the ability to have an orgasm. It affects your ability to lubricate, to engorge, a lot of things. So I highly, highly, highly recommend dealing with the scar tissue.
3: What are some really good okay. resources for people to Oh, uh, a really
2: good resource. I actually have a course on this. We're in the middle of just releasing the scar tissue piece. But right now you can see some free videos online at reclaimsex.com. Ellen Heed, who is the woman who worked on my scar tissue um, and helped me get my sex life back after having a baby. We did a site and we have like a free little video series up there right now and that's reclaimsex.com. And we're about to release just the module on scar tissue and how to melt your scar tissue. So for anybody who's interested in that, um, for sure, go go to the – Site reclaimed All
0: you right, great. Well, we're going to go on a
2: break. Hopefully, my guest calls in soon. Um, uh, otherwise, I'm enjoying answering these questions and sharing some of my expertise. More awesome. sex with Jaya when we return.
1: News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples
0: Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Cadabra, Feel the magic happen.
1: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya.
2: We're back. We're talking about female orgasms, especially focused on women who have difficulty having an orgasm. And, um... Our guest today hasn't called in, so I'm just going to keep answering questions because I have a gazillion of them in my inbox, so I might as well just go down the list. So I have a question here from PA, and she says, I love your work. I think your explorations are amazing. I'm 19 years old, sexually active, and have never had an orgasm. I think it's part of the reason my ex and I broke up. We eventually just stopped having sex because it was so discouraging. Basically, since I was a baby, I've held my urine in by squeezing my legs shut and pulsing the muscles surrounding my urethra, I think, which eventually brings me to sort of a climax. So she's bringing herself to orgasm by squeezing her muscles. Uh, The problem is that the climax almost doesn't feel involuntary, and there's no way for me to achieve any kind of climax with masturbation or sex play. I have a very nice vibrator, and sex is extremely enjoyable for me, which makes my mind clear, but I still can't come to any kind of orgasm. I think I've trained my muscles wrong and I'm starting to lose hope in ever having a good orgasm. Please, please, please help or direct me somewhere that I can find help. I know this sounds melodramatic, but it's starting to ruin my life and make me feel worthless. Thank you so much, PA. All right. Well, PA, I have to say, one, you're 19 and so glad that you're contacting and reaching out for help because... At the age of 19, to be able to go—I I mean, I see women who are 40 who've never had an orgasm, and you know they're just now starting to reach out for help. So kudos to you for reaching out for help, and that you know you, because you're young, it will be easy for you to retrain your body and to train your body to have an orgasm. Um, yes, it's true that you could have trained yourself by holding your legs shut and pulsing those muscles to have or like. This non-like um, an orgasm without touch. I can do the same thing. I can cause myself to have an orgasm just by squeezing my legs together, and I mean it's 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 actually fairly common. So don't feel like you're strange. And especially with a full bladder, I have the same experience where if I have a full bladder and I squeeze, there's pleasurable feelings that coming that come from that. When you squeeze the muscles of your pelvic floor, especially around your urethra, urethra, you're you're squeezing your erectile tissue. You're squeezing. I was talking earlier about the PS spot and the G spot, you're literally your muscles are milking those erogenous areas in your pelvic floor. Your muscles sandwich your entire erectile network. So you can cause yourself to have an orgasm from pulsing those muscles.
3: Can men now, do it? Go ahead. Can men do it's it? Up.
2: What? Can men do can it? Can men yeah. do the same thing. Same thing. I mean your muscles surround your same thing in a male pelvic floor. You've got all so your prostate. Get... You know, you can squeeze all of that, the root of your penis.
3: But can I you bring myself to orgasm there. that way? So
2: everybody do your squeezes and your kegels.
3: Can I bring myself so, to orgasm that way? Can what? Can I bring myself to orgasm that way?
2: Yeah, you can. A non-ejaculatory wow. orgasm usually. I mean, some men I know can can make themselves ejaculate that way, but very, very rare. But you can have like non-ejaculatory orgasms from that. Mm. Isn't that how you do it? D-love is like you get clo- close to ejaculating and then you just start squeezing?
3: Yeah, the, the yeah, yeah. And then it starts to move through my body and becomes more like the energetic kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I get it. It's like it's like when I squeeze, it's like a, the the sexual charge just shoots up my spine. Mm. I love it. Yeah. So, um, so she's saying here that there's no way for her to really have any kind of climax with masturbation or sex play. She has a vibrator and sex is enjoyable. So, you know, part of it is she may have trained herself and I would actually recommend her to go into that. Like when she's masturbating, like I would say, PA, for you to touch Especially on the left side of your clitoris, the two o'clock position, to rub, maybe doing some friction, but while you're doing it, to squeeze your legs tight. And to stroke, just keep stroking over and over again that two o'clock position. You're literally like, you're kind of indirectly stimulating the head, but you're mostly stimulating like the head and the shaft, and you can find the right area, just like, Play around there to find what's most pleasurable and you just move that back and forth and you can get tension in your body. So go ahead and go into your pattern, like go ahead and squeeze, like squeeze, don't pulse even, like just squeeze, squeeze your legs together, squeeze your pelvic floor muscles and move over your clitoris back and forth. You can increase the speed, go slower, go faster. And and use what you already have trained your body to do and see if you can have an orgasm with your hand or with a toy. I would recommend starting with your hand first just because that way you're getting in touch with how things feel under your fingertips and how your body feels with your own body and, and not the vibrator. Um, and then – And then starting to work out of the pattern. So then seeing if you can start, you know, work yourself up to being close to orgasm and then see if you can relax and keep moving that motion over your clitoris. I would say start with your clitoris first and start by trying to have an orgasm with yourself before trying to have an orgasm with a partner. And I would have a lot of questions for you. One being, are you, when you're with a partner, are you only trying to have an orgasm through intercourse? Because that's the hardest way for a woman to have an orgasm because it's not stimulating a lot of her erectile network. Another piece I would ask you is do you know all your anatomy and have you been playing with all of your anatomy and how how are you turning yourself on I would want to look at your body like what's going on there is there a lot of pel- pelvic floor tension from squeezing these muscles are you working on relaxing so another thing I'd teach you to do is a reverse kegel so actually learning how to uh, push out and down that the kegel that the squeezing of your pelvic floor muscles isn't just That's not the only place you want to do it that's healthy. You also want to push out and down. So think of an elevator that you're going up five flights and then you're going down to the bottom ground floor and then you're going to go into the basement five floors and you want to literally push your pelvic floor muscles out. And down. And that's how you have a different, you start trading yourself to have a different kind of orgasm, which is more of an outward orgasm or female ejaculation. So there's a lot you can work towards here, depending on what kinds of orgasms you want to have, depending on already it sounds like, you know, you're already sort of having this involuntary orgasmic experience that is coming from tension and squeezing and pulsing. So have your legs in that position. Squeeze your legs shut with your hand, your finger on your clitoris and try that and see if that's a, that's something that can bring you to orgasm and then start working yourself out of the pattern and into other kinds of orgasms. Oh, I would so love to work with you. So (laughs) that would be a lot of fun. What kind of things, you know, like, like, as a guy, what would you, D-Love, what do you think on the other end, like, you know, her boyfriend broke up with her because she stopped having sex because she was so discouraged about not having an orgasm, yet she's enjoying sex. So, you know, as a guy who's with a woman who has a hard time having an orgasm, you know, she says this is kind of ruining her life um, and making her feel really worthless. What what advice would you have for her?
3: Um, well, definitely choosing partners who are going to, be patient and calm and not be chasing the orgasm and thinking that's the only thing uh, so that they can, they can work with where, where she is. And I've been with several partners who have had a hard time having orgasms. And unfortunately I didn't have the skills at the time to, to, to have much effect Mm -hmm. Um, or the, or the listening or the way of being calm myself because I started to take it personally that I wasn't able to bring these people to orgasm, that there was something wrong right. either with me or them. So another thing she could be very conscious about is how she expresses her frustration with any partner that she has and make room for them to relax around it, that it's, it's important to her to keep being sensual, but let's not chase the orgasm And can we experiment, you know, suggest very specifically things that maybe the partners can do to play around and see how you can get there, uh, through the back door, so to speak, Mm -hmm. if not through the back door. (laughs) No, no pun intended. No pun intended. (laughs) Okay. So I have have another one for you though.
2: This is from K. Dear Jaya, I'm 30 years old and it took me until my mid twenties to have my first orgasm. So there's hope. PA. You know, like here's this woman, she's saying it took her till her mid 20s to have her first orgasm. Um, I've only been experiencing orgasms through my clitoris. I am for the first time sure about my new partner and I want to be with him and grow and move into new territories. And therefore I want to make sure that I really get to know my body. I've not developed a sensitivity as to where my G-spot is. And I'm not sure if you could help me, but I thought I'd try. Thank you. So I'm wondering if she's saying I haven't found my G-spot. Uh, Or if she's saying, my G-spot is not sensitive. So let me address both of them. So the best way to find your G-spot is to feel for ridges. So, um, well, let me back up. That's not actually the best way because you have to be fully aroused for that to happen. So first step is arousal. Um, It's it's harder to find the G-spot when you're not aroused. So don't just go in there like, okay, now I'm going to look for my G-spot. It helps if you've already had an orgasm. So go ahead and go for your clitoral orgasm. Have your clitoral orgasm or get really highly aroused like you're really close to having one. You're fully engorged. Maybe you've been doing foreplay for like 45 minutes. Really, 45 minutes. And then you're going to go inside and start exploring. So usually it's on the roof. It is on the roof and it's going to feel ridged if it's engorged. Sometimes there's a smooth spot in there though too. I mean, the G spot is more than just a little spot. You're not just looking for a spot. You're looking for a tube of erectile tissue on the roof of the vaginal canal and it has valleys on either side of it. So you want to play in the valleys playing in the valleys in and valley. playing in the center of the G-spot. That's going to help you feel it even more. And again, the more aroused it is, it sometimes can feel like um a water balloon filling up, like a little bit like you've just filled up, I don't know, garden hose or something, but the, instead of the walls of the hose being solid, they're like squishy like a balloon. So it's more like the shape of a hose, but squishy like a balloon. And um you... You can feel that swell. You can play with it. And at first, it might be totally numb. So if you want to develop sensitivity in it, I'm going to have to get back to that after we get back from our break. So I'm going to leave everybody hanging on how to develop more sensitivity in your G-spot. So more sex vagina, orgasms, G-spot sensitivity for Kay when we return.
1: Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll free right now at 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. That's it.
0: VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Aloe Cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Cadabra, Feel the magic
1: happen. stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com you're tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask, or share a tip or comment of your own, please call one 866 472 That's one 866 472 Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com, that's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya.
2: We're back and for those of you who want to visit my site find out more about me, it's redhottouch.com for my erotic massage series, oralsexforcouples.com, which I just won an award at the Feminist Porn Awards in Canada. Thank you everybody in Canada for that. And that site is oralsexforcouples.com. If you want to read more of my writing and uh, videos, then you can go to sexisyou.com. So all of those places, redhottouch.com will take you everywhere. Okay so I promised we talk about the sens- the sensitivity in the G spot 4K when we got back. So um, since developing sensitivity, so one of those things you can do is just more touch. I mean, really a lot of touch on the roof of your vaginal canal, doing um, massage, doing come-hither strokes, doing pulsing on the roof, doing um, like two fingers inside, one deeper and one more shallow. Doing, um, don't use any creams. There's creams out there that will help you like sensitize. I do not recommend them. A lot of them have really bad stuff in them that either dry you out or dehydrate the vaginal tissues. Don't use those. Um, and another thing is decreasing your stress, drinking more water, doing your kegels, um, and also making sure that you are you know, fully in your body? Can you pay attention? Can you pay attention to subtle touch? Can you pay attention to deeper touch? I know when I first started learning about my G-spot, I had to press really hard in order to be able to feel anything. And now I can do really light touch on my G-spot and I can feel it. So at first you may not feel anything and you might have to go, you might, you might have to press really hard at first to find it, um, to feel it, to feel those things. And it may not feel pleasurable at first, but stick with it, stick with it, stick with it, stick with it. Stick with it. Um, using toys sometimes can help you develop sensitivity. And for other women, it numbs you out. So um, using a vibrator uh, internally, that can be a way, like a G-Spot vibrator. I highly recommend the uh, Jeju um, G-Key. That's one of my favorite G-Spot vibrators. That one is really, really nice and lovely and has different angles. So you can turn it at different angles based upon your body. Like for me, my G-Spot's tucked up. Under my pelvic bone a little bit, and it helps me to have more of an angle. Um, and, and, you know, I have, I have to have high arousal for that to really drop down. So, again, high arousal, high, arousal is everything. Really get yourself aroused. D Love, you had a question.
3: Yeah, this is, we're talking about all the pleasurable aspects and how to increase your pleasure. There are actual physical benefits to orgasm, right? What, what, why would people, besides pleasure, maybe want to invest time in this?
2: Right. So that's a great question. So pleasure is one of the big benefits, but not everybody is motivated by pleasure. So for those of you who are motivated by pain, um, <laughs> the, um, the orgasm can help decrease pain. So if you have a really bad headache, that's not an excuse not to have sex. Orgasms actually help decrease pain. And some studies state for as much as 100% of pain can go away in the moment of orgasm. So that's one thing is just to help you get out of pain. It takes the blood, you know, away from your head. If you're a migraine sufferer, I really highly, highly recommend this. I used to get really bad migraines and I still sometimes do, but um, I used to have them almost, I'd say, a couple of them a week. It was really bad when I was a teenager. And... um, then I, you know, I controlled it through having decreased stress and learning meditation, but also having a lot of orgasms. Whenever I'd have an orgasm, when I get sick, I love to masturbate. When I, when something's hurting in my body, I love to masturbate because it takes away the pain for that time. Mm. It takes the blood flow away from your head and brings it down into your genitals. And that's great. Mm. So pain relief. Another one is stress release. So. I've heard so many people say, I love just having sex for the release. I love having orgasm for the release to just release when I have a lot of stress, a lot of tension going on. It's a great way to decrease stress. Connecting with your partner, you know, if you... Uh, if I was just asked, actually answering a question in a blog about somebody whose partner's really sick and she wanted to stay connected and sex was one of the ways she wanted to stay connected and wanted to help him relax more around it. And so, um, you know, just using sex and orgasm as a way to, to stay connected, to be more intimate, to be more physical with one another. And, uh, that can be really lovely. There's, you know, there's also things like clearing up a stuffy nose, (laughs) sex, um, orgasm. There's erectile tissue in the nose. So when you get aroused, it can help you. um, And then that arousal goes away. It can help you actually clear up a stuffy nose if you have a head cold. (laughs) I can go on and on about the benefits of orgasms, D Love. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoy. Talking about sex is not just something you know, that you're doing that's pleasure but also something that's good for your body, good for your health, good for your wellness. Um, cardiovascularly, you know, yeah, it helps also increase ask. your cardiovascular system. According to the Taoist – if you learn how to cultivate your sexual energy and learn how to use your sexual power, it helps you with longevity um, in feeling more rejuvenated, staying youthful and young and beautiful. I mean, when you have an orgasm, I don't know if you've ever looked in the mirror afterwards, but your lips are all puffy and red and your cheeks have that glow and your hair just looks amazing. And it's part of it's because of the feel-good hormones. You know, when you have an orgasm, you're shifting your hormonal state, more oxytocin, more estrogen, more testosterone, some of those really lovely hormones that make you feel beautiful and make you also look beautiful. I love looking in the mirror at myself after I've had a really great orgasm and seeing that sex flush, that sex glow that happens afterwards.
3: Mm-hmm. So I like looking at you in the mirror after you've had an orgasm too. yeah. Mm-hmm. You like it, or face to face?
2: Yeah, you like how I look after I've had an orgasm.
3: Well, I like how you like even before you've had one. But yeah, you get all flushed. <laughs> That's the
2: right answer? d you
3: love? You get a little more relaxed, uh, and you just dropped in. So yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I like being dropped in and relaxed.
3: Orgasms are. Good. This
2: weekend is Mother's Day, guys. So you know, having have an orgasm help your lover <laughs> have an orgasm this weekend. That's a good Mother's Day present.
3: Did you say help your mother have an orgasm?
2: Help your lover have an orgasm. (laughs) Did I say mother?
3: (laughs) No, I don't think so.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Help your lover have an orgasm. For a yeah. Mother's Day present, or just give her a lot of pampering. You know, like get a little massage basket and fill it full of like massage goodies, like oils and candles and bath salts and foot rub cream. And you know, every week give her a little something goodie from the basket, like where you get the foot rub cream and you massage your feet. And or you know, I came up with a really good good gift idea today, which is get a, get her a housekeeper for a month. Oh wow! Yeah. That way she feels really pampered, and then also every week fill a vase of flowers with uh, fill a vase full of flowers, give her flowers and a housekeeper because studies have shown that, you know, men who help out with the housework get laid more often. So, Mm
3: -hmm. um, you know, is it the same if you pay to have housework taken care of? I don't know. I don't think
2: anyone's done that study. So Mm. I would say yes.
3: (laughs) It might have something to do with the man actually doing the physical helping. You think so? Yeah, so, and also but he's for guys physically who don't, helping
2: don't. if he's paying for it. I mean, in my my case, I would be like, yes.
3: But the, well, yeah, of course you'd say yes. But also, like, for the people who don't have money, especially.
2: Well, yeah, you, the guy can do... You dress yeah. up in your Fifi French maid costume, guys. Right. Or, like or, or just do a string if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we have to end the show. All right. Happy Mother's Day to everybody out there this weekend, and um, I hope you've enjoyed listening to Sex with Jaya today. We'll have to have Susan on again. I don't know what happened to her, but I hope that she's okay. And um, happy, happy orgasms. Go home and practice. Practice everything we've talked about, and for all my listeners out there, I'm so grateful. I've really enjoyed Sex with Jaya today. Thank you for joining me.
3: I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. Have you? Have you?
2: Have you?